0: That's just like 20% of the footage, like there's so much more, and actually right now I want to invite the rest of our team to come up, we're all wearing the beautiful Indonesian garment, and so let's invite the Indonesian team up from 2012, and uh, we're going to share a couple stories, and so let's start with, why don't you guys come up, come on, like come up here. Yeah, there's just so many stories to tell. We're just going to tell a couple today. And so uh, why don't we start with uh, um, David. Yes,
1: hallelujah. Yeah. Man, that was such an amazing trip. I mean, God just... Um, you know, the great thing was is that God was already moving in Neos by the time we got there. Yeah. And the amazing thing was, it's like we weren't the foreigners bringing the power, bringing the presence. It was already manifesting there because God had such a heart for Neos and... um And so I think the big thing for me, I mean, there were a bunch of miracles that happened. Um, One of the awesome ones was um, we went on home visits. We did that a lot, and that was kind of the special thing because that was different than doing kind of the big revivals. We really got to spend individual time and pour into them. But, um, yeah, this one family um, we prayed for, and the man, he um, he, he ran a mechanic shop, and so he had blindness in one eye. And actually, Daniel and Susie, they looked into his eye, and they could see a cut in his eye. And um, that wasn't affecting his vision. And so he said it had been bothering him for months. And so we prayed for him. And then instantly when we prayed for him, he just started, like, exclaiming. He got so excited. He's like, that sign, that sign. I've never seen that sign before. And then Susie and Daniel, they looked into his eye, and the cut was gone. It was completely gone. And God was doing such amazing things. But, you know, I think the biggest thing for me was, um, man, I was at this service, and um, it was like Independence Day, right? And so they're celebrating their freedom that's going on. And um, we're like, man, we celebrate The freedom that you experienced, you know, for Independence Day from, I think it was like um, the Dutch or something like that. But God, during that service, he was stirring my heart. He was like, but even more than that freedom you experience from the the colonies, it's like the freedom that we experience in Christ as brothers and sisters, that is the greatest freedom that I celebrate with you today. Beyond the miracles, God was doing such an amazing work in the hearts of people. You know, and that changed the whole service for me because a lot of the times what we do, we Call people up for miracles and salvations, but God shifted my heart and it was like, God, you want to do something else, you want to do a work inside of these people's hearts, yeah. you know. And, and I went into like bitterness and stuff like that and forgiveness, but man, the altar call was powerful because wow. 90% of the people came up to me were wow. like, I'm struggling with bitterness. Wow. Um, you know, like my husband, um, he cheated on me. But you know, even more than him cheating on me, I just want restoration in my family. Yeah. And he was like my brother. He poured mortar oil over me, and it burned me. But you know what? I want to get rid of this bitterness, yeah. and I just want to forgive him. And so God was doing an amazing work inside of the people. And in, in a, the miracles are great. But the, but the most powerful thing, and Pastor Benjamin with, with the message, was the miracle of salvation. That was the greatest miracle that was taking place on this trip. And God just began to to my heart. What is the gospel? What does salvation mean? You know, the blood of Jesus, it brings about our salvation but it was by his wounds that we were healed. It is by his blood that I am covered in his righteousness. That I can stand before kings and people blameless and spotless. That I can no longer suffer condemnation. That I can no longer suffer those things because of Christ and I can no longer be ashamed. And God just did a great work through the miracle of salvation and that was the most powerful thing on this trip was God doing a work inside of the hearts of the people. You know, all those physical healings and manifestations, they come as a natural result of what goes on in the inside, you know? And we were lucky to see those things, but the most amazing thing was the inner working that he was doing, preparing them to be rulers of a kingdom once it is established. You know, he wanted to prepare them to rule that kingdom in Neos, and so he was doing a wondrous work inside of the hearts of the people to prepare them, to establish them, to take um, ownership of Neos, you know, and that was such a blessing to see.
2: brief (laughs) um okay man dang it in my pocket we go um okay so i'm gonna share about just even my journey to um to neos oh my gosh like maybe a month before i was at the bottom actually no i wasn't even on the list because i didn't even have any money yet um but I really pushed because um, several months earlier when the team before went to uh, NEOS in March, they brought back letters um, for, for those who have adopted children at the uh, orphanage. And I got a letter from my son. Um, and on the letter, uh, it was poorly translated because it was kind of like in a slang, but um, one of the things he said was, I can't wait to see you in August. And I didn't even say yes yet. You know, I was like, I guess, you know. But um, just, just a, a son calling out to his father. That just really, like, moved me, you know? Like, I felt, I felt almost like, you know, like, I had to go, you know? Like, he's calling me. Um, and, and, and that was just kind of a, a prophetic sign of what God was really doing, was going to do on this trip. Uh, what I really longed for was to see... Um, the spirit of sonship really take place above the miracles, above the masses. Uh, my favorite moments were um, just—I I think you guys saw on the um, on the video—the guy who um, who escaped from Adan because he had committed a series of murders, um, and then he was doing witchcraft and um, and was uh, doing drugs. We ended up praying for him. Um, who totally rejected Jesus, totally rejected the church. um, But I really felt like the Lord um, was really opening his heart to us. And the fact that he didn't – it's not that he didn't want Jesus. He longed for Jesus, and he longed for the church, and he longed uh, for his life to be restored. But um, he thought he had to be clean. Um, in order to enter into his presence, and so he avoided God. Um, but we just broke that lie off of him and said, you know what? Um, you actually want the Lord, and nothing nothing that you've been doing has been satisfying you, and you're aching on the inside. Um, but the Lord is calling you. He wants to call you his son today. And when he heard that, and, like, tears just rolled out his face, like, that's what I, like, that was, like, my highlight of the trip, like, just to see um, just the spirit of sonship, because I know what it was like. I know what it's like to be an orphan, and not have a father. You know, like, and so like, and I, and I told them, I was like, his name's Augustino, and um, I was like, Augustino, you're home now. Like, you're yeah. home. Um, he, and he ended up going to church the following Sunday, um, and he yeah. accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Like, and that's like, that is the greatest miracle. Like, more than. More than our eyes being opened or our legs being like uh, working or um, uh, cancer being removed, just the fact that our sins were forgiven and we're not going to hell anymore. Like that is the greatest. Like that's the greatest miracle of all. And so um, that that was just definitely the highlight of my trip. And um, and I didn't want to leave. I definitely could live there. I looked like them. Um, I definitely felt at home. Uh, So it was great. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, Actually, everyone that met Lorenzo said he should marry a Neos girl. Every single one prophesied that over him. But uh, one thing I noticed on this trip is that um, even though we might have felt unprepared and we're just getting thrown into like deep water, each of us had exactly what we needed to carry out every single thing that we had to do there. And uh, one example is like... Um, at the first revival service that we did, um, there was a, a woman that just started manifesting demonically, and she was yelling at the top of her lungs, and she was just wailing on the floor. And so David, with his wisdom, told me, oh, let's take him aside, put him in a building so it doesn't cause distraction. So I took her to the other building, and in my mind, I was thinking, I wish Pastor Sonny was here. I'm so, I've never done deliverance before. I'm terrified. This woman looks crazy like she could kill me. And so I brought her into the room, and I remember... I was so scared. I was like, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. But I remember right when I looked in her eyes, like perfect love just came over me. Cast out all fear. And right there, like there was no more fear left. And I knew exactly what to do. And I led her through deliverance. She got completely set free, completely at peace. And here's the cool thing. Right after that, Pastor Lucas brings me another woman. Her left leg was hurting. And so I was like, Lord, heal her. And she didn't get healed. And so I prayed again, Lord, heal her. And she didn't get healed. I did that for like five times, and nothing happened. Then the Lord told me, it's because one of her legs is shorter than the other leg. And so I sat her down, and I remember I pulled out both of her legs. And sure enough, one leg was like this much shorter than the other one. And I remember the Lord said, just command it to grow. And I said, in Jesus' name, just grow. And literally, in my hand, I didn't shift it. I've seen people that shift it. I did not shift it. I just stood there. The foot grew out. The leg grew out until it was perfectly matched up. And, you know, we read about stuff like this. We read about shadows healing people, and we think, oh, it's not for me. I don't have it in me. But I, what I realize is all the treasure is inside of us. But God is looking to release our inheritance when we're ready to steward that which he releases to us. And I realize all of us, because we're just activated to go, Pastor Sonny says, don't think, just go and do. God released treasures that we've never even dreamed of. And so these are just few of the many stories that um, we, we witnessed and experienced. And uh, to end things, we're going to share with you the greatest gift of song that we've learned. "Kumao Chinta Yesus. Yeah. And we'll be releasing webisodes um, weekly after this to kind of go into more detail. Yes. Okay, one of the ladies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Emily. How about Emily? Emily's from the Ark.
3: you all. I, I just feel so thankful to have joined uh, your church and your team on this trip. Um, I felt really honored. Um, honor was one of the keys that we noticed like enabled people to receive from us um, and so I learned a lot about that from your church um, and I'll just tell you one story of another inner healing thing. A co- I think a couple of the themes that we saw were um, you know Uh, inner healing like i remember pastor sunny said this would be a trip that combined the previous trips that living hope has taken you know delivering the deliverers and bringing light to the darkness and all that so we saw all of that um And so we saw a lot of inner healing. And another thing we saw God doing a lot was this tag-teaming thing where someone, you know, one member of our team would would bring a portion of the healing, and then that person would follow us to another revival meeting or (laughs) see us somewhere else and then receive more healing. Um, So one story of that, I don't think I told you, Mickey, but you saw the tail end of it. I saw the beginning part of it. It was Saturday night. It was a youth revival service at the orphanage we were at. Um, and w- when I first heard the word, oh, I'm going to be leading this service, um, my pastor at home, Pastor Suki, started to pray for me at 4.30 in the morning. Wow. She told me this when I got back. I was like, I wonder what I was doing at that time, and <laughs> <laughs> I was preparing to, to preach the service wow. and wow. preached it, and God was ministering healing, but this one girl, she lived at the orphanage. Um, she, God was starting something in her, but I could tell that it wasn't done by the time the altar call Was over. I was like, "Wow, I wonder what's going to happen with that." Um, But the next morning, Mickey preached a word, and God gave gave him a prophetic word specifically for her about healing and what he was doing in her heart. He really was able to complete that, and she was just filled with the Spirit and just uh, fell out on the floor. And (laughs) so, yeah, so God really worked through us as a team. I think. Amen.
0: we're gonna sing you the song that we sang again and again and again are you ready team guys. spirit on that one.